0: Starting off the next-to-last week of July, meaning the next-to-last week of our summer schedule here on Bulls Beat, where we just go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Once we flip to August, we'll be with you every single day because, well, there's going to be a lot more happening. Of course, we've gotten through the summer just fine, and we certainly have some news for you today with baseball and football in this first block, a little golf, a little tennis in our second segment. We'll also do some conference news at the end of the hour with Around the American but yes, this week, speaking of stuff that's coming up when it's all going to be happening in August, women's soccer, the first sport to kick off. They'll be practicing before you know it. Denise Shelty Brown is on the list of individuals to speak to this week. We're also planning to talk to some of the newcomers of the men's basketball team. And yeah, next week, get ready to hear some football because the photo shoot for Jeff Scott's team, offensive players and defensive players all split up. One on Monday, one on Tuesday of next week, and we'll have, speaking of split up, the ability to spread out those interviews and give them to you over the course of a few weeks. Of course, we want you to listen to the shows as they stream live, quote-unquote, even though we record the shows. They stream Bulls Beat Between 9 and Noon on Bulls Unlimited and Between Noon and 2 on Bulls Unlimited 2. And when we get to August, that'll stay the schedule on both channels. But in case you can't listen to the interviews as they stream, maybe, I don't know, you're working. In the morning or in those hours, and you want to go back and listen to the interviews, we always put them up on our SoundCloud page. Can't really say that much. This is the can't really say that much, but pay attention to what I'm saying section of the show before we get into some news. GoUSFBulls.com is going to be refreshed for the upcoming season. And I'm definitely working with making it easier to access. Not that they're difficult to access as far as when we post the interviews to our SoundCloud page. But maybe we'll just make it a little bit more convenient to get to the interviews. If you had to go usfbulls.com, doing some different things. And one thing that we do with the Twitter page at Bulls Unlimited, of course, is give you the daily schedule. But, you know, I wish there was a way to, on Twitter, tweet out the full schedule and not have it be clunky. Well, one thing I've always hoped for and looks like we're going to get is the ability to basically put the full week's schedule, Monday through Sunday, of whatever week we're in on gousfballs.com, so you can know a few days in advance if a certain class of game is going to be replayed, etc. It's great that we can, you know, surprise you with stuff right before it airs, but sometimes you can't get to the stream, you can't get to your device because you're working, so we'll do that. Speaking of stuff that aired this weekend, we, for the first time, I had to edit it down, listen to some cool stuff on Saturday morning. We turned it around and had it for you on Sunday. The second game of the 2016 season, that season had so many memorable games, Navy, Memphis, Birmingham Bowl, Overtime South Carolina. Recently, we added the season opener. Remember, Quentin Flowers and the offense had really turned around in 2015, and then the following year was Willie Taggart's last season. The second game was pretty entertaining. If you're a Detroit Lions fan you know the name Kenny Galladay or maybe you're a fantasy football player I do not play fantasy football but I definitely know how good he is well he was on Northern Illinois the Bulls kind of shut him down after he had gotten 10 receptions in their opener but it was neat to hear Jim Lauk and Mark Robinson talk about some of the players that would become big-time contributors for the Bulls here are a couple of the highlights that I really enjoyed and we'll replay the full game again soon for you
1: Bulls on the far hash mark flowers to throw straight drop Throws far sideline, caught near the sticks. It is a catch. We'll see where they mark it. It's Tyree McCants with his first reception of the year. And he got the feet down, but did he get to the marker? Yes, he did. It's a first down for the Bulls. Boy, I love this kid, McCants. He's got great hands, a physical presence out there. He needs to get more snaps at the receiver position. 7 to nothing, Bulls, late first quarter. Now Flowers, straight drop. Great protection, throws it long for Bronson, he's got it, Bronson down the far sideline, he will score, touchdown, USM. 73 yards, defensive back, almost tripped up Bronson at the end, but he was able to keep his footing, and gets all the way in for the score. Wow, what do you do? I mean... You got speed in all areas of the field out there. And I, if you're Northern Illinois Huskies, you're scratching your head. Where do you put your best corner? Great play by and Johnson of getting separation right at the end, showing the speed, getting in the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, your game plan for Adams, your game plan for Valdez Scantling. And then Bronson torches you for 73. And the 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 whistle blows because the quarter is over. And believe me, that's the only thing that can stop the Bulls' offense right now. Flowers to throw, looking toward the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, USF! Right through two defenders. It's Rodney Adams. And this is a beatdown for the Bulls.
0: Pretty awesome listening back to that. And again, we'll replay the games for you soon. We'll have the full week schedule for you on GoUSFBulls.com. As I'm looking at the Monday slate, we're going to do the mixed variety for you with soccer coming up. We started off Monday with a couple of exciting games from last season in the afternoon. Some of the best games from this past season, the Warren I-4 from men's soccer truly was incredible. Baseball putting up a 19 spot in Cincinnati wasn't bad. The thrilling softball semifinal victory in the American Athletic Conference, and we've also got... The trio of games from the Bahamas, well, they played four games, the women's basketball team in the Bahamas. We don't have the Syracuse game on the replay, but the loss to UConn in its own way was a thriller. Then the wins over Oregon and Stanford will end the day with the Warren I-4 from men's basketball, which was fantastic as well. Speaking of women's basketball, and again, we put this out on Twitter, the second channel is not live, quote-unquote, 24-7. It's always got the fight song playing on there, the alma mater, etc., but we can put anything on there, including live programming. And with the American Athletic Conference schedules for basketball dropping last week, I remember that there were some, you know, they weren't the wins in the Bahamas, they weren't postseason victories, but there were some pretty exciting games, including two back to back nail biters against Tulsa and Temple. And I had forgotten, frankly, the beginning of the game against Houston, the regular season finale was just so incredible offensively. So we were able to play that, but here's a reminder of how Jose Fernandez's team ended the regular season last year, at least the first half. Over into the corner for Maria Alvarez. Three, they are on fire. This is what we were talking about. The Bulls haven't played their best in a while. Guess what? You're listening to it right now. Houston's Ron Huey calls timeout with 8.48 to go here in the first half. USF 25 Houston, six. Pinzon, with Williams to her right, gonna take a jumper and knock it down. Elisa Pinzon, add her to the party. She's got five, six, and four, and it's 44 to 10. There's a screener right there. Backup point guard, Alvarez, wide open for three. She's feeling it. Jose Fernandez gives it a look like, hey, could you have called a foul too? Things are pretty much going the Bulls' way. It's forty-seven to twelve. We're still in the first half. That
1: went so high in the air. It Took a minute, right? We were watching, watching. <laughs> Marie Alvarez will check out. Marie By the way, had a great
0: quarter. Thirteen points in this half, which the Bulls lead forty-nine to sixteen. You heard that, forty-nine to sixteen. 13 for 17 from the floor, including four for four on threes in the second quarter. That was fun to listen back to. So, yeah, we're doing a lot of listening back in the summer, needless to say, with no live play-by-play, but we've got plenty, in fact, more than a dozen matches between soccer and volleyball in the month of August alone. So it is coming up, and we'll get you ready, not just for the football season with a bunch of interviews, but... With soccer and volleyball interviews as well. Speaking of the football season, said this is the part of the show where I can say only so many things. Listen, love being on Twitter. Try to keep it positive. Sometimes I get a little snarky, and always feel bad, you know, hours later. And then I saw somebody that you know is a Bulls fan on Saturday morning, like eight o'clock, wanting to be negative and say how you know why is there no fan fest, and listing off a bunch of reasons of things that they should do. First of all, did they announce that there was no FanFest? Secondly, just a random scenario here. If you are getting your house redone by the Property Brothers, say, for example, you're on any of the fine HGTV shows, and you know how on those shows the houses look incredible, beautiful, and at the end there's always some sort of you know dinner party or cocktail party at the renovated space. So let's say you're having your house redone or something built, do you have that party, you know, during demolition? Do you have that party in the middle of renovations? Or do you wait until after the new construction is complete and then invite friends over? Hey, speaking of football in the American, UnderdogDynasty.com has its own American Athletic Conference page with plenty of preview articles Saw that they're doing it by position as far as the league goes. Saw over the weekend Emily Van Buskirk write a story about the league as far as running backs go. Had everything listed elite, second tier, and then wait and see. And the Bulls were in that second tier. Elite, by the way, East Carolina, UCF as far as their running backs, Tulane and Tulsa. And then it actually drops down to Cincinnati, which lost Jerome Ford, SMU, and then has some nice things to say about the Bulls. says that the 1-2 rushing punch of Jared Mangum and Kelly Joyner will give USF the edge it needs. Sounds like people are pretty positive about the Bulls. Also mentions the five offensive linemen returning and saying, quote, this will be a different USF team than we saw last year. I happen to agree with that. Also has a nice article or two from the past. If you scroll on down again, that's underdogdynasty.com. Turning to baseball and speaking of Twitter, I saw someone uh, get a hold of some renderings, and we'll do it ourselves when we're allowed in, but the weight room facility for baseball has gotten even cooler and better, but we know that the facilities in general are undergoing an upgrade. We will keep an eye on Orion Kirkring possibly getting drafted today. First 80 picks were on Sunday night, including the first round, the second round, and the Competitive balance and the compensation stuff added up to 80 picks. Keeping an eye on you know, some of the individuals that we went up against with USF. It turned out to be a lot of high schoolers, including sons of major leaguers early in the draft. Sterling Thompson, an outfielder for the Gators, went with the 31st pick to Colorado. Hunter Barco, who was their ace pitcher who got hurt this year, also went. I do not have a problem with Judd Fabian getting drafted. Uh, we did not replay this game very often, but just a real thumbnail of what he did to the Bulls this year. 3-1 to one Gators looking to add with the bases loaded here. One out in on the bottom of the second. Oh, and I think they just added. They might have added four. Grand slam. Yikes. That kid's got some pop right there. And it's 14-2. At least the Bulls have a safety. Fabian makes a bid for another home run, and I think he's got it. He, if it's fair, has got it. Does. Lord have mercy. That ball is drilled by Rayo. It's going to send Fabian running to his right. And unbelievable catch. Man, oh man. That should not have been caught. And it was. you got to tip your hat. Yeah, that was Fabian making the catch as well. I think the Cleveland Guardians got a good one. They also got Parker Messick. Middle of the second round. The kid from Florida State. Lefty pitcher also from Plant City High School. And, of course, anytime someone from my alma mater gets drafted, I'm going to brag about it. Speaking of that, we'll get to tennis in our second segment. We'll say goodbye to a valuable assistant from the men's tennis team, maybe another Plant City guy. But before we get there, yes, the draft continues today. Expect Orion Kirkring's name to be called. But also the Major League Baseball All-Star Game happening in Shane McClanahan. We'll find out today exactly who the starting pitcher is going to be for the American League. I wouldn't be surprised if it is not the Bull, and if it isn't, he'll pitch very early in that game. There was the Futures All-Star game last night. David Vr, former Bull, just recently got called up by the Giants, and I'm going to guess that's why even though he was in the game or able to be in the game, did not play in the game. We did have three Bulls playing in the Summer Ball League, the Sunbelt Baseball League, which is out of Georgia, and actually Jackson Mayo was the leadoff hitter. For the American League team, Bobby Bozer playing shortstop. He's been around the infield on the right side, mostly for the Bulls and in the outfield. Well, not only did he play shortstop, he had an RBI triple and was named the MVP of the game. Frankly, there weren't a lot of big offensive numbers. It was a 4-1 game, and he had the go-ahead hit in the 3-run 8th for the American League. But guess who the starting pitcher was for the American? Austin Grouse, two hitless innings to begin things, with two strikeouts. So there... A trio of the Bulls doing well in the summer ball aspect of things. We'll try and get a full summer ball recap for you soon enough. Coming up next, as I mentioned, some tennis and some golf. Stay tuned. This is Bulls Beat. This is the unlimited unloaded page. A lot of the members of the women's golf and men's golf teams getting in their action in very competitive events over the summer. The top player for the Bulls is Melanie Green playing in another Big deal. The North and South Amateur started off with stroke play. We told you that on Friday she was hoping to complete 36 victorious holes of match play, namely the round of 16 and the quarterfinals. Well, she did win a round of 16 match, which had its own drama going up against Caroline Craig out of Georgia. MG was up pretty comfortably. It would have appeared three up with six holes left to play. Then Caroline Craig won the 13th hole, then she won the 15th hole, then she tied up MG on the 16th hole. So there was a little bit of a concern there until Green responded on the very next hole and won one up. Then in the quarterfinals again, Same Day, she goes up against Megan Schofield, who's a golfer for Auburn. And very competitive match, but it was one up through 16. Schofield essentially won the 17th hole four, two, and one. She would go on, incidentally, to the final before losing there to a very accomplished amateur, Emilia Migliasio, who is a former Wake Forest golfer. Several members of the men's team around the country participating in events. Luke Gifford turned in a nice showing at the 116th Southern Amateur Championship in St. Simons at is in Georgia, finished in the top 30. Eight under par through three rounds, had him tied for 28th, started off with a 66. He finished just ahead of UCF standout Jonathan Treveo. Don't know why I mentioned his name randomly. Shuby Joglon finished top 15 at an event, shooting two over par at the Porter Cup up in New York. So as I say, members of the team all over the globe. The golf is the one really sport that everything counts fairly equally In the fall and in the spring, so you have two different seasons, and obviously we'll be telling you about one schedule pretty soon. want to say best of luck. Already did on a personal level, but as he, as I put out on Twitter, was uh, still a friend, obviously, but was my running mate growing up, not just in elementary school, but in high school, Rhett Rollison, who has been part of Ashley Fisher's staff as a volunteer assistant and as an assistant coach with men's tennis he is the guy that if you go back and watch any of the big highlights from the last few years of the bulls and their long list of thrilling wins he's probably the first coach that runs out there because he is just a bundle of energy and now for the first time he's you know got uh, other professions that he's undergone in his life but he wanted to be a head tennis coach and he will be a head tennis coach at florida southern which just so happens to be my alma mater if you want to go check out the article. I retweeted it on the Florida Southern Moccasins website, but the actual website is fscmocs.com. And pretty cool to see some of the quotes from others in the tennis community, including Ashley Fisher, saying Red is one of the more knowledgeable tennis people I know. He has a lifetime of experience wearing so many different hats, and he connects so well with the student-athletes cares deeply for them and inspires them with his kindness and passion for the sport. That is a pretty perfect way to say it. Also, a quote there from the University of Florida head tennis coach, Brian Shelton. Of course, team won the national championship a couple years back and is a longtime friend of Retz, who is now, again, no longer with the USF staff. He will be the head coach at Florida Southern. That's going to wrap up Bulls Beat here on a Monday. Thanks for checking it out. I'm Derek Sharp. You've been listening to Bulls Beat on Unlimited
1: Unloaded.